Welcome to Drinking Bros. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Welcome back to the second episode of Drinking Bros. Of course, sponsored by Lead Slinger's Whiskey. And at night she cries while he rides his steeds. The first romance novel for dudes. I love saying that, Ross. Yeah. Of course, we're joined here today by Ross Patterson, Vincent Vargas, Jared Taylor himself. Oh, sorry. A.K.A. Rocco there, Vincent. You know, I just like your name. (laughs) And uh, the douchey of himself, Mr. Matt Best. So I'm going to toss it over to you, Mr. Ross Patterson. Matt, you, you don't give yourself enough credit. Uh, for how how big of a of a douche that you aren't. Uh, actually, <laughs> Wait, did he say aren't? You're, you're actually aren't aren't with an nt at the end. You're actually a gentleman in real life, and a lot of people don't know that. And it's the holiday season, and I think people should know that. Hey, the first nine the first ninety days that I started working with him, I always you know it was in the back of my mind: as this guy gets bigger, is he, is he going to become an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, uh, I mean, I guess we should just turn off the fucking podcast and I'll bang each other. (laughs) It's the shortest podcast in in history. It's a 48-second podcast. That's it. And you just hear guys fucking and it just cuts. It just cuts out. Well, if you guys aren't accustomed to the Drinking Bows podcast, we pretty much talk about everything fucked up. Um, Ross can give some more insights to that. What, what, what do we do on this show, Mr. Patterson? What we like to do on this show is we, is we like to drink a lot. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm not going to – I don't want to overcomplicate it. But we, what we do every week is start off with what we're drinking. This week I am drinking Dale's Pale Ale. It is Oscar Blues. It is from North Carolina. It is a 6.5, it says on the can here. And it's it's from Brevard, North Carolina. Uh, Matthew, Matthew Best, what are you drinking tonight? So I'm going to go back to my roots a little bit here, but Jameson Gold Reserve, which is a hard thing to swallow because, you know, they didn't want to sponsor much. I get it, but at the end of the day, the select reserves of them are absolutely delicious. They have the Black Barrel Gold Reserve and Signature Reserve, but uh, Gold Reserve is my favorite. Um, I, I splurged and bought a bottle just for this occasion. I, I don't get it because I think all we did was bring attention to us from Jameson, and now they they copy us. I, I recently saw <laughs> yes. the Drinking Brothers. Dude, drink- drinking Brothers. So, <laughs> oh, my. Retarded. You know, sorry to pretend before we get into what the other guys are drinking, but there literally was um, – it was a video. And a video and an ad from Jameson called Drinking Brothers. And this is about eight months after Drinking Bros that uh, the company and all the supporters have, have come together as a community to do and make. Um, and we're like, you fucks. Like. Oh, fuck In all seriousness, before I met you guys, I, I had heard the term JMO about a thousand times in this town. I live in Wilmington, North Carolina. There's, there's, <laughs> a, lot of milita- there's a lot of military here. And I was like, oh, man, I've never heard Jameson called that. And then I started watching your videos. And then I realized that you guys were the ones who actually started that, essentially. I wouldn't say I started it. A lot of the 275 guys out when uh, Vince and I were in Ranger Battalion, we all drank Jameson, and then it was that term. I think that's a Northeastern thing, because my buddy from New Hampshire would always be, oh, Chad, I'm coming over, we're going to have some Jamo. (laughs) Some fucking Jamo. But but let's be honest. You guys guys made it really, really fucking popular. We started Jamo. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's Jared's words, not mine. Um, so if you want to know what Jared's drinking, it's actually disgusting to me. So oh, stop! <laughs> you, you, 
It's like I feel like other everybody wants to have a sense of liquor and like uh, give good advice of what we're drinking because it might be delicious. But here's Jared drinking. Listen, brown liquor gives me headaches. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> <laughs> I'm having some sky vodka and cranberry juice. I've never seen anyone drink as much vodka as this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he is in the Air Force. So, so Rocco, what are you having tonight? Well, what are you having? again, I went the traditional route with Tecate because uh, I'm Mexican as fuck. Oh, my right? God. I'm surprised you're not pulling my weeds right now. <laughs> Dude, it's the first <laughs> beer I drank that no shit I passed out. And so since then, if I see it, I buy it. You, yeah, so you drink the beer that you passed out with. I, yes. like, I like your style. Treat, hey, treat right, right, we go. Right. Rocco, you could have ended that story with we went to Del Taco afterwards just to, just to really fit this, <laughs> the fucking stereotype. Holy shit. Were you watching La Bamba? <laughs> Richie! <laughs> Dude, I have the worst taco story that I might tell. Matt, we, we should say that, that we this is our Thanksgiving episode right oh, now. Yes. Yes. See, I, see we, we get so excited, Ross, that we, we fuck at the preview. For Rocco. Please. No, no, no. Please. For for Rocco, I think it's only fitting that we start off with a taco story on Thanksgiving week. <laughs> well, I appreciate so it. So let's this hear is... your taco story. Let's hear the taco story. So this is a Thanksgiving story. So, uh, you know, I have I have five older brothers, um, two real real brothers. They're all Marines. They're crazy guys. But anyways, we've always had a drink competition. They used to get me drunk as a kid. My brother ended up coming visiting me after I'd got out of the military in Los Angeles. And as Rocco knows, grown, born and raised in L.A., taco trucks they're everywhere and they're fucking delicious so we make the fucking great idea to get fucking housed off whatever we're drinking for the night and go to a taco truck i had 20 dollars in my pocket there were dollar tacos you you can see where this is going i fucking love (laughs) oh boy this the seams came loose didn't they the seams came loose i I couldn't stop i was like i was literally like like frodo going after the ring but there were tacos and i was mad and i destroyed these fucking things all 20 tacos 20 fucking tacos myself if, if I buy McDonald's when I'm drinking, I have fridge McDonald's for like six days. Yeah, he's <laughs> There's some poor toilet in Los Angeles right now that is still yeah. crying. I'm so, uh, dude, I'm sitting here excited about this story. Please go on. No, they're, they're really, it's kind of a shitty story. I just literally ate 20 tacos, looked at my brother, and I was like, what's up, bitch? I'm, whoa! Dude, I fucking threw up. You puked on your own dick? <laughs> Dude. It's a good lubrication. What a, what a waste of good tacos. On my own dick. That's how I felt. I felt guilty. You puked on your brother and your own dick. Uh. <laughs> I did puke on my brother. Um, some got on me, and then I woke up the next morning with like like a carne asada fucking hangover. I don't know if that's like a carne Mexican asada. term, but it gets you. Is that a, is that a term, Rocco? Carne yeah, carne asada. Yeah, that's a that's a style of meat that's prepared. No, but is that like a, is that a hangover term? Like a carne asada. Uh, I've never had one of those, so I'm not sure. It's <laughs> weird. Mexican that's never had a carne asada hangover. <laughs> We'll drink some more tacos. Sounds like someone has a case of the Taco Tuesdays over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, in good fashion of the drinking bros, we should uh, start this off right and do a cheers. 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 Cheers to all the drinking bros out there. Cheers. Another another night. If you yeah. if you've had five before two p.m., this is the one show that you don't have to feel guilty about it on. <laughs> the, the, I don't have a taco story. I just know every time I do go to Taco Bell, I get so excited. I buy like three times more than I can eat. <laughs> yeah, dude, those fucking party packs are oh. so good with the Doritos oh, on a soft taco. Dorito oh, gorditas are the best. God, you know, fucking if, Taco if, Bell. If, if you ever 
closely examined Mexican food, it's all a taco in some one <laughs> exactly. shape or form. And I, and I tell them, like, people, when I, we grew up, my mom would do these, these bean marathons where oh. she would cook beans one day and put it in a tortilla and it's a taco and then roll it up and it's a burrito. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> exactly. It's just rolled different. And it, then she fries it and it's tostada. <laughs> and then I ate, waited a while until I realized, like, it's all the goddamn it's same yeah. fucking beans, thing. Beans, rice, meat, and then yeah. some form of topping. Yeah, and if you fry it and put cheese on now you got an enchilada again the same fucking thing okay since the, ross this is the thanks yeah for for thanksgiving th- then rocco is this yep. does your mom make you tacos do you guys celebrate thanksgiving w- what is it called there like welcome <laughs> welcome yeah. to america cinco de, cinco de uh, november we, no we definitely <laughs> go more traditional i mean we always have the same the turkey the you know the mashed potatoes blah 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 but we we always do still have uh, tamales. Tamales are definitely a traditional tamales. thing that we have in our house. It's cultural. So what would you? What do you do on Thanksgiving, Ross? What, what, what's your go-to? Are you a turkey guy? Ross is a frat boy. I imagine you know he has daiquiris and and, and yeah. Ross. It's like, so weird. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Just on some daiquiris Dude, in college. I used to have daiquiris and play lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna wear. V-neck I was sweaters. I was the Abercrombie <laughs> King. I was dude. I was a hundred percent. I was the Abercrombie King. I even wore the Woods cologne. Uh, I had the, the REI the REI boots. The whole shit. I mean, I, I'm one to talk. There are videos of me that exist wearing an upside down visor. Oh shit! You used to be a car guy. That's right. You used to be a car guy, dude. He was fast and furious himself. <laughs> was he? Yeah, he was, dude. Like embarrassing. We're, we're glad he didn't go Paul Walker on us. Too yeah. soon? Is that too soon? <laughs> a little too soon. <laughs> we like him. Fast and Furious Seven was like my favorite. I love Paul. Walker. Hey, what what do you eat on Thanksgiving, Jared? You, I feel like you don't give a fuck as long as it has like cheese in it. You're cool. Oh yeah, I like everything. <laughs> uh, my parents, growing up, I mean, they always made a huge Thanksgiving. My mom and dad both make homemade stuff. That's my favorite because you could put homemade stuffing in everything. Yeah, yeah. In, in like the corn or in the ice cream. Look at his face. Or yeah, I wish you guys if you could see, you he's could, actually drooling while talking. Yeah, you could, you could ball face. up. Yeah, like I would ball up stuffing and then I'd put butter on it and then. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's not even in the room right now. <laughs> yeah. After, then you freeze it and then you you could put chocolate syrup on it and microwave it. Oh god, it's so yeah. <laughs> I can I can hear you getting fatter over here. It's, I know, all the way across the country. Dude. I can hear you getting fatter. I'm so hungry. My uh, so my dad is. Actually coming into town this uh, uh, well this week for Thanksgiving um, depends when we're, we're we're pushing this episode because we're about a, a day or two out from Thanksgiving but um, he's in town and he's gonna make prime rib my dad my dad's a Vietnam veteran he's a cool dude uh, Marine I, he's an inspiration to me but he makes the bombest prime rib so he's like you want me to make a turkey I was like no you're doing prime rib that's great uh, that's not un-American no, that's right? I feel like you can I'd eat a burrito dude, anything, chicken everybody fucks I, I a chicken mean, Thanksgiving's an Indian holiday isn't it. What? <laughs> Why is it? In- this is like that Wikipedia reference. I think Wait, you which, made the last which, show. What's kind of Indian? Like feathers or yeah, what? Yeah, Puritans or pilgrims and Indians. No. Just, just think. Think about butter, JT. Matt, I got a question for you. So your yeah. dad's a Vietnam vet. Uh, yep. Have you ever challenged him to a Thanksgiving fight? Like, has that ever gone down in your household? <laughs> you don't challenge a Vietnam vet in a fight, right? No. You know, my dad. Uh, I can't speak volumes. I mean, he's been, he was an amazing father, and he's crazy, and he was hard, and, and that's what really bred me into what I did with my life. But no, you don't. Like, I remember one time I challenged him. I was like, you can't tell me what to do. He grabbed me by my hair, like threw me off a fucking 
we had this staircase in the ground and was like, you want to fucking go? And I was like, no, I don't want to go. And I was young then, but I was like, no, I ain't going to fuck I've that got dude. a crazy story about that. So Gary O'Neill <laughs> yeah, Gary stayed with me for almost six weeks. We were working on his book called so American Warrior. Who's Gary O'Neill? So Gary O'Neill is, is, is like the cream decor, like legendary seventh group special forces guy. I, I mean, to go into his bio, just go, just Google Gary, like, or get his book, American Warrior. The guy was 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 doing things, you know, way before all those things were created. He was part of part of Project Blue Light, which was the essentially experimental Delta Force before Delta Force was formed. Um, okay. So so G- Gary also helped uh, Colonel Nick Rowe write and author Seer School, the Special Forces Survival School, and Gary's specialty was sentry stock and kill. So he <laughs> he was the, the US Army's expert on how to sneak into a base and kill all the guards. <laughs> <laughs> and and a quick tangent. Happy Thanksgiving. Into, Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, he was telling me about how his first the first the, the first throat I slit, motherfucker. I had a giant British fairboard. It was it was a, it was a British bayonet, and I jammed it into that. <laughs> I can't even say how he says it. I jammed it into that VC's fucking neck, and it stuck into my wrist. And then I'm stuck there, and that VC's kicking, and I got this goddamn knife stuck in my bones, and he's <laughs> his 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 neck is just bleeding everywhere, and. Finally, I just drop him, <laughs> and then my buddy's got to stand on my hand while I pull the knife out of my bone. Like yeah. this is this is a classic Gary O'Neill story. So anyway, he's living with me for almost six weeks. We're working on his book. I did a lot of photo restoration for uh, American American Warrior, a really fun project because it was cool. As I read his book, I was able to ask him to expand every time on these stories that I was reading in the book. And one of one morning, it, we had gone out drinking. That night, uh, him and I got fucking hammered. Max Mullen was our driver, who's another retired ranger, really cool guy. Uh, ranger Hall of Fame, if I'm yeah, correct, right? Both of them, Ranger Max Hall Mullen. of Fame, Hall of Famers. Um, I wake up at about 8.30. I'm coming out of my room. I'm hungover. I get hit in the face with a fucking phone book. <laughs> yeah, and Gary is sitting in my chair in the living room. He goes... You gotta always be ready, motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit. And this, so yeah. this is what you woke up to on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, you fucking bitch. I mean, Jared, Jared was in the Air Force, so, you know, he was probably dreaming of, like, dicks and rainbows. I was dreaming about Navy guys. <laughs> That's what those of us in the Air Force do. We just wish we were in the Navy. Uh-huh. That's fucking. Jeez, the being above for like. God, six I months. just want to be locked up with them, dudes. <laughs> Jared, how, how like what's your average weight that you throw on a Thanksgiving week? Because let, let's nobody really works on Mondays, so you're, you kind of have the week off. Is it is it over under twelve pounds? Be real. Well, ever since ever since I left the TACP schoolhouse teaching for the Air Force, I. The Tacky Schoolhouse just burned me out on working out. If that means anything, <laughs> do you know? Do you know? I feel like Jared was. So Jared's like he's like this filled water balloon. Where you're like, yeah, man, he's he's looking good. That's what a water balloon should look like. And then he got out of the military, and he was like, I stop putting water in that. Someone put, might pop. Someone, yeah. put milk, someone put milk in the balloon. No, yeah. here's the it's amazing like, thing about Jared stretching. though. The amazing thing that this motherfucker can do is he can drop 10 pounds in a fucking week if he wanted to. And it's, like, ridiculous. Like, that was for Range 15. We all thought it was a yeah. joke. And he was, like, he had this, he bought a scale, and every fucking four days was dropping, like, four to five pounds. Yeah, right? it's insane. And, and the funny thing is, like, 
He only has like one PT test a year. He only runs <laughs> one week before. And he, he, I went with him to go buy these shoes, and he buys these shoes, and that day he goes and runs like three miles. And then he goes, I'm good. I'll pass the test. <laughs> he shows up and passes the fucking test. So, so normally when I start the train up for the PT test, I do like a solid 16 and a half minute mile and a half. And then I run for four days, and I can knock it down to about 10, 20. <laughs> Insane. That's weird. That's weird. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm not a big cardio guy anymore. Uh, I'm, I'd be I'd be lucky to break that 10 20 with you. I think. I, I think once you hit 25, I was thinking about this for a video skit. I was like, once you hit 25, you're kind of just like, I'm good. Yeah. Especially if you're in the military, you're like fucking good, dude. I ran fucking six to eight miles every fucking morning for PT. Like I am, I'm good. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna lift weights, you know. I mean, look, I gotta, big, no, look at Big get, Poppy. I'll yeah. Get, I'm gonna get cut up for. Uh, I'll go back down to like 185 for the premiere because I'm gonna wear mess dress to the premiere, oh, and I God. can't look like a fucking douche in mess dress. Well, dude, gotta, please gotta wear, fucking... please wear the Caitlyn Jenner dress to the Range 15 premiere, please. <laughs> no mess dress, Ross. That is your your formal uniform attire with are all you your gonna, fancy. Are you really? Should I do the same? Oh, fuck yeah. Should I do the same? Yeah, dude. It's a win for the for the Air Force for me. I'm down. I'll do it. It's a movie premiere in mess dress. I'm I got down. The, I got that V. There is, there is no way. I, dude, I got out when I stubbed fucking greens. I was like 180 pounds. I'm 210 pounds now. I could probably no do it. Way. I could probably do it. I just got to – I dude, I have a PT test next next month, dude. I'm a little nervous about it. I'm, I'm not, not shaving my beard. You'll have, you have to shave your beard, though. Yeah, I have to shave my beard. Well, you're like five fuck, we all, It's, we it's all a baby good. beard. Yeah. Whatever. Rocco, I got a, qu- a couple questions for you, by the way. Are yeah. you going back in? Was that true on Instagram? Well, I are think you, are you just going to reenlist? Uh, several people sent me the same thing. I, I didn't say I was going to reenlist in the military. I'm going to reinstate in the Border Patrol. Uh, it takes some time. I put the paperwork in for the that just in case. But uh, again, you know, by then the movie goes out and things change. This podcast kind of blows up. Uh, I'll probably deny it. It's just – it's one of those, man, having kids, I always put on that, that plan A, B, C, D, all the way through Z, and that's just one of my – Yeah, ideas. it doesn't matter, I think, how much money we we can attain for ourselves in all of our endeavors in the next year. I'm still going to stay in the guard. Right. Uh, just because – That's something I wanted to ask you guys was – because I, I know Jared's still in, and I know, you know – uh, Rocco is is talking about going back to Border Patrol. Is it be, is it because you? No, he's still in no, the reserve. reserve. Yeah, still in reserves as well. So yeah. yeah. So with the interesting part of our company with Article 15 clothing, it's you have Vince is still a reservist. You have Jared who's guard. Um, you have I, I, I can mention them by name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, C- Cody uh, who is still active duty who just got back from a deployment in Korea. So congrats, Cody. Or a Korea tour. Korea tour. tour. We yeah. don't want to insult the people actually deploying yeah. back, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're um, in Korea eating kimchi, bitch. And then we have uh, Zach Buckaloo, who um, is also in the guard. Yeah. And then uh, the only people that are completely civilians at this point are myself and Brad, uh, who's, um, you know, or does a lot of cool shit for, for all the things we run. So a lot of the guys are still serving. Four out of the six are serving. And uh, I, I think what your question was, Ross, is if what is – Vince was talking about the Border Patrol because he had a federal job and a lot of other stuff. And it's – you know, when you get out of those kind of jobs, it's hard to not want to go back, especially yeah. – you know, Vince's got a big family. He's a family man. He's a fucking great dude, and he just wants to make sure that there's not a contingency plan, but a treasury plan to ensuring that the his family's taken care of. Yeah, because a, a lot of people, correct. you know, who are fans of, of of you guys or supporters of you guys, come up to me all the time, and they're like, "Oh man, I, I think all they do they're just rich and they make internet videos all day." And I was like, "No, I, I, like they that <laughs> they, they love what they do for for you know." 
a living, and and uh, they're very serious about it, which I think people would be surprised surprised to know. So I, I won't get into the whole story, not to not to over what's that wrong? Oh, here, not to talk too much on this subject, but uh, a lot of people don't know when we first started the company. When I first met Jared, I was making YouTube videos. I was um, I got out of the military and I started doing contracting for um, in OGA. And then, uh, so from there, I just started, (laughs) anyways, uh, we were having fun. I started making that. I I didn't quit that job until when did I quit? Remember July of 2014. No, no. 15. Yeah. 15. I'm sorry. No, this year. Yeah. Yeah, It was July. So I was still deploying usually about seven to eight months out of the year until this summer of 2015. Um, and a lot of people always think, yeah, that must be rich and stuff. Like we, we have our fun, but at the end of the day, like we, we want to bring entertainment. That's what yeah. we're about. Yeah. No, we and still have bills. Dude. It doesn't come without work too. <laughs> I got I mean, this alcohol problem. Bro. <laughs> uh, my big thing, Ross, though, is as we, as we slowly climb this ladder in Hollywood, to me, staying in the guard just gives me really good shit talking material to <laughs> a lot of these snooty uppity. The one thing that I hate most in the world is is bad people like dudes that are just that are just you know full of themselves and stuff like 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 when it comes down like Matt to Beth. it no 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 I mean like these, some of these some of these Hollywood guys that have done nothing but sit on a set their whole life and they always want to spark their opinion about different issues and stuff like that like wait until we rise up to that and it's like hey you're a, you're a bitch. Like, what are they going to say back? Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they're, they're, it's like, well, let me see who, what you're all about. And they go in our background like, well, fuck, oh, these guys legit. Fuck. I can't. Like, oh, they, we, they have, there's no room for anyone to talk shit when you have a legitimate background. There's only four words you have to say is, I was in war. And then that's it. That ends it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ross. So a birdie on my shoulder told me that you might be growing a mustache. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Another what? one? I can't I one confirm of the rumor. I was not eating an entire uh, bag of Oreos for Thanksgiving. I, I really, I am growing a mustache. Uh, my lady asked me, are, are you growing a mustache for, for Movember for prostate cancer? I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know that was a thing. But I am now, so I want everybody to get their assholes checked um, and, and be serious about yeah. it. Uh, listen, listen, I'm a goddamn man. I grow a fucking mustache every day of the year. Yeah, we okay. actually do this thing in our company where we check each other's assholes. <laughs> I don't think that's like that. That has nothing to do with medical. Yeah. No, no, it's more a game. Well, it's, it's always medical when I do it because I'm a medic, but oh, you're just sure. gay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's like watching TV, black and white TV. Yeah, no, no, Matt, a, a, a secret about me that nobody knows is after every movie, I like, I enjoy getting DiCaprio fat, uh, I grow a mustache, I grow my hair out, <laughs> I go and sit and edit for, for usually three months, no one sees me, I put up like old TBTs of myself, like when I, when I look sweet, um, <laughs> you, you backlog, you backlog, uh, like dude, I, I, photos I of schedule you? all my Facebook so- posts, so that it was like, oh shit, man, he looks awesome, <laughs> <laughs> Once the movie comes out, like Range 15, it lives forever, and you can't go back and you can't change it. Uh, to For an independent film, you can't CGI and make yourself skinnier. So for every movie I've done in my career, I, sl- I slim down as hard as I can, and then literally just go on a DiCaprio bender. Hey, real quick, Ross, for maybe some of the people that don't maybe some of the people that don't know that are listening about Ross Patterson. What are some of the movies? Yes, that, uh, you know, so I got, I got my start in teen movies. Uh, one of my first ones was a movie called The New Guy which is uh, long celebrated. That movie is on every yes. goddamn day of the year. Uh, love it. Love that movie, by the way. Of One of the funnest I've, I've, I've ever had to shoot. We shot on the yeah. University of Texas campus. I was 23 years old. 
You can fill in the rest of the blanks on that. Um, <laughs> accepted. <laughs> accepted was another one. Accepted with uh, Jonah Hill, Justin oh, Long, Blake Lively, uh, Kellen Lutz and them. Yes. Uh, and there was a string of those. And then uh, I opened up my own company, Street Justice Films, about six years ago. We've, we've done eight films out of there, including Range 15 that comes out next summer. Uh, and then uh, Helen Keller versus Night Wolves, which came out on, on Halloween. And uh, it, 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 it's, yeah, which, which stars you guys. You guys have a huge cameo in the movie. Well, well actually, well, now that, now that it's Thanksgiving, uh, Helen Keller is, I mean, I'm not going to drop the, the awesome accolade. This, is, this is his number two TMZ movie. It, re- it, it really yeah, is. It really is. I, I, I dropped it free around the world, available on every device and outlet you can imagine. Uh, so it's free. Boom. It's free on YouTube. It is. Uh, there was a, a Vimeo link on my fan page. Uh, it, it is actually on Facebook, split into two parts because Facebook will only let you upload 45 minutes. So it will be on the Helen Keller versus Nightwolves fan page. And every fan around the world is allowed to do whatever they want with it. Chop it up, put it on Instagram, Vine, Facebook, Twitter, anything they want to do with the movie they can. I uh, I make these movies for the fans. I, I I gotta say, Ross, that's fucking awesome, man. I think a lot of people don't see how much work goes in this. We were on set for one day. We made a quick cameo in the movie, um, but golly, man, that's really freaking rad that you you did that. And I'm not I'm not even just saying that for a podcast. It, it's legit because you could hunt down money you could get, but then it's like you know made a, made a little bit of what I could, um, and then I'm just gonna fucking I let want people, people enjoy to it. See it. I, I want, want people, people to see, see it. it. Yeah, yeah. That's the entertainment. Thing. That's what the, the, that's what that's what ultimately all these films is about because a lot of people ask me why why i did range 15 it was like one i believe in you guys and i think you guys are amazing hey let me let me interject you right here because i want to i want to tell this part of the story i was very very reluctant or reserved to send you that script because i just i assumed a guy like yourself or a guy in in the hollywood scene that's all he ever hears hey man i really want it i really got this script i need you to take a look at and I finally, that day, I just sent you that message. Hey, we're going to do this. Would love to hear your input. Could you tell me what you think? And I honestly, in my head, I expected not to hear from you for three, you know, three, three weeks or so. And 24 hours later, you came back and had read the whole thing. And I was like floored because at that point, you and I weren't friends at all. Like I, I had, I had talked to you a couple times in a professional manner so I mean, to go to you like that was like I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> the honest story of that, Jared, was it, I had seen your videos because you'd sent me a link to all your videos. I thought your videos were really fucking funny, and you guys were all military. And I was like, "Fuck, if I don't," because I get I get about ten to ten to fifteen scripts a day from people. I was like, "Man, if I don't read the fucking military guy's script, like I'm the biggest cocksucker on the planet." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that cocksucking is bad, but you'd be a complete ass. Because I, 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 I breezed through your social media numbers, and I was like, oh, fuck. They could just, they could just go out and say, Ross Patterson hates the military. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I read the scripts uh, immediately. I thought you were really fucking cool, first and foremost. And then, I, more, most importantly, when I read the script, I was like, you know, there's something there, but I think these guys need to do it in their own voice. Then I gave the script 
back to you guys, you know, and said, hey, let's get together. We ended up rewriting it. Uh, but in no way, shape, or form did I think that fucking movie would get made. <laughs> I really did. That is the God's honest truth. I would have asked for a shit ton of points on the back end. I totally didn't. And I'm going to beef this one. <laughs> this thing's going to make so much fucking money. And it's like, I, 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 yeah. Uh, dude, I just want, I, dude, I just want people to laugh. Like, honestly, I fucking every day. We had this conversation yesterday, Ross, when you called me. I was like, I just want fucking people to laugh. Like, I, it's fucked up when you when you write the movie with everybody else collectively. We all did it together. We, we produce it, then we act in it, and then we're gonna have a part in post. But you still want to fucking watch Dude. the end product? That's insane. I can't think of a YouTube skit I've ever done that I feel that way about. That gets lost in in movie in, in the making of movies. And, and again, which is why I gave Helen Keller away. Which is why I helped you guys with Range Fifteen. Is it's, I, I genuinely love film and I love comedies. There aren't enough in this world. And I hope by next Thanksgiving, everybody is, is sitting around with their family, with their friends, getting fucked up, drinking, eating, and then watching Range 15 and laughing as much as we laugh together in real life. It's, it's funny because I keep getting asked uh, what, my, what my favorite part about the whole experience was. And uh, it was the, 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 greatest, the greatest part of, of this whole thing was – when we were in the Oval Office, and it was me and Jesse, and we did our thing, and and towards the end of that scene, I I'm supposed to exit, and when I came around that corner and saw one guy on the floor, and Jesus crying, like that was the coolest fucking. Thing. Yeah, and, and by the way, I should preface this by saying not not the actual Christ, but uh, Jesus Hernandez, yeah, exactly. our director <laughs> yeah, yeah, of photography, yeah, yeah. and Jesse yeah. Wiseman, the 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 actress in the scene. Um, yeah, you guys crushed it. And, and again, this is what movies should be about. You know, I love this film, Ross, but I have to have to bring one thing up. Apparently, uh, Teletubby Jared is planning a trip to Costa Rica. Did you hear about this? So there's a rumor, Jared. Yeah, let's let's dive into this. <laughs> he comes out to me the other day and he's like, I'm going to fly to Costa Rica with Evan. <laughs> <laughs> To fucking like film commercials for coffee. Dude, I was this like, is I let's really dive into I'm this like like yeah. Greg Luganis. <laughs> let's dive in like Luganis and understand. Costa You're going to Costa Rica for the first the first week of December with with Evan uh, to shoot coffee commercials. Is that, is that correct? Are you kidding me? Are you bringing a no. gun? No. <laughs> so so we buy the beans for Black Rifle Coffee from a, a farm in Costa Rica. Uh, I know. So Thank the premise behind these commercials are: is Evan and I will be dressed entirely in white suits, like Miami Vice. <laughs> we will, the Jesus whole thing, Christ. the whole thing, is wrapped around that Evan and I are obsessed with having our image be that we are these giant drug cartels, and we keep we keep calling the police and the DEA on ourselves, and they keep reminding us that. Exporting coffee is perfectly legal. You guys leave us alone. <laughs> you, like, you guys like want to be legit like, cartel members. Yeah. But, like, so we keep framing ourselves. Yeah. So we get arrested, and then like, during all these yeah. interrogations, like <laughs> it just keeps coming out. Like you guys just sell coffee. There's, it's the, legal. You call yeah. You call I'm in your, love with the gold. Go, no, no. Like I co- imagine co- co- you guys. Like you guys call the cops in your cell saying, "Hey, that that vehicle's loaded." And they, they pull you over and they open the trunk and it's coffee beans. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're, like, we're, we're there holding yeah, yeah. our wrists out, waiting. Like, we've got uh, a plane. You, you got we, me, copper. We've, <laughs> we've got a grass airfield reserved with a plane. Like, like so we call the cops, and Evan and I are transferring bags it into the plane. It reminds me of the movie like, Blow. 
That's what it reminds me of. But legal. Yeah, but, but it's all legal. It's like, like certainty of identification. He pulls out a federal ID. They're like, what? You're, you're uh, fine. What? Fuck off. It's like dude. an American passport. Yeah. Like, all right, that checks out. Wait, where are you going? Don't you want to take us in? Like, no, you guys just had coffee and you had passports. You're good. Like, <laughs> so, Jared, my, my biggest know. question would be, couldn't you shoot that here and pretend you're in Costa Rica? Or, or are you going yeah. to Costa Rica <laughs> to fucking that's what party? I said. Yeah, but that's Dude, not I, moved, what Jared I just does. moved into a new house. I'm like, I can't fucking go. And he's like, we're going to Costa Rica. That's Jared, though. You that's know, what I, Jared does. It's, it's a conversation that Rocco had and I had was about pretty much uh, he's. It's like, no, I don't. How, how do we do it? It's like the smartest man you've ever met and yeah. then like the weirdest dude you've yeah. ever met. But like, he couldn't have one or the other. Yeah. Because if you're middle of the how road. How did that conversation go with your pregnant wife? What was it? <laughs> so I'm going to Costa Rica. She just she goes she goes. Are you traveling at all in December? I go Costa Rica first week of December, and she's like, Oh, okay, cool. Like she doesn't even ask questions. I think she's used. She's to it. so like, used to it. I'm not even going out of out of. By the way, out of, out of the whole group, Jared, you do travel more than more than like you're, it's like you're a stand up comedian from the 80s. You were literally in an, in another city every I, fucking I, I day. I recently put a stop on that from me. I was like, I am sick of flying two times a week yeah. to go do shit. But we'll let Jared do that. Rock and I will sit back and uh, you know make new videos. We're uploading one in probably about two days. Yeah. It's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, that's awesome. That is fucking... <laughs> it's literally your dick like zoomed yeah, into them. I'm, I'm, I'm on the road Rough. just meeting people. That's what I do. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I what, get... that's what Jared's amazing at. He, he can network with anyone. He can talk to anyone. Uh, he might be inappropriate at times, but for some reason they all fall in love anyways when he talks about shoving things up his penis. So I... As soon as you tell somebody that you, you're going to shove a D-cell battery through your, 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 your urethra, they fucking yes, go nuts. They were like, today. oh, shit, I really that's, dig that guy. That's his line. Yeah, they're like, oh, I wish we weren't revealing it right now. I know. Because we I just... We just exposed him, but that we line didn't. works with everyone. It's the icebreaker. It's like, what does a fat penguin? Yeah, what does a fat penguin say? You know, he goes, 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 "Here to break hey, the ice." You ever stick a sea salt battery up your dickhole? No, no, you oh, gotta, yeah. you gotta play it off as like, like how I do it is like, oh man, I choked, I choked on three pints of sour cream the other day. <laughs> what? How are you drinking three pints of sour cream because it's good? But Jared, I remember in LA, you 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 said the D cell battery to 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 somebody overhearing, and then you walk you just walked away and left me with that conversation. And the guy looks at me. (laughs) The the guy looks at me. That's the icebreaker. The the guy looks at me in a in a total LA way, and he goes, he goes, oh. You know that, that I dig that guy's spirit. It was like, what fucking spirit? Like he's talking about shoving a D cell battery <laughs> up his dick. <laughs> what fucking spirit does he have? Like that's a D. He just talked about a D. Oh no, I dig his spirit, man. What fuck? What fucking? He's got a spirit, spirit animal. It's a fucking unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> There's another rumor I heard, by the way, uh, that Matt, you moved into a gated community. Is it? Is this true? <laughs> is, 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 is he really? <laughs> you rich motherfucker You moved into a gated community So you roll up Just tatted as fuck And you're like Hi it's No it's Mr. Best Yep Can you Can you buzz me through Is that Is this You, you know Is this a true thing So you also Yeah what you didn't hear Ross That the neighbors already moved out <laughs> He's living in the gated community By himself right now How How is that I feel like it's such a diss portrayal of, of how I actually live Yeah I know I, I changed house no, but it, it, it is El Paso. Look, it is El Paso. 
Uh, yeah. A lot of people out there. So it, that so that gated community is still only thirteen hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, rent a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. here's the other thing: the gate never closed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about time to get ready to do the outro for Drinking Bros. Man, we we love you guys. And uh, wait, one thing first: cheers. <laughs> cheers, oh, cheers, cheers. cheers. We've got one thing we got to do before we leave. We got to name our Drinking Bro of the Week. Yeah. Okay. So um, I actually picked this week's Drinking Bro, and it's uh, someone that has been awesome, actually, to all of us, and just fucking a leader in the community, Mary Dag. Hell yeah! Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah! She's an admin too. Yeah. That's outstanding. So I got to pick this week's, and uh, uh, Mary Dag. If you don't know, she is an EOD tech. Um, Lost a couple limbs, um, doing some crazy shit. But she's a close friend of the group. She's an inspiration. She she's she's one of those girls that just never quits. And real quick, Ross, how we met her is we were all sitting in the office, and a female came through when we were running the mystery shirt campaign, and had bought eight. Yes, oh, and it was like two in every size. So if you if you buy something, you have to put in your phone number. So we call her. We're like, hey. I mean, you just bought eight of these shirts. We're going to tell you right now, it is a horse with a giant fucking boner. And she goes, oh, fuck yeah. You're kidding. We, it was the meat pony shirt? It was the meat pony shirt? how we met Mary. Yeah. Yes. It she was bought crazy. eight meat pony shirts. And she was like, she, well, she, <laughs> her answer was, and she's on speakerphone yeah. with all of us. She goes... Well, I just wasn't sure how it fit, and I wanted to make sure that it fit if I got it. So I just got two of every size. Yeah, and then and then soon she found out what it was. She was like, "I kind of wish I ordered more." And it just ordered more. Yes, friends. The guys in her unit. Uh, and then she and and we looked her up, and we we're like, "Oh God." This girl's an EOD tech that lost both her arms. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah legit. legit badass. Like, not not like, oh, she's like, oh, that's cool. But like, legit badass. No so. way. That's how we met Mary yeah. Day. This girl gets cooler and cooler with every fucking story you guys tell. She's also in Range 15, by the way. <laughs> yeah. and she's I, I've already seen the edits. She's fucking hilarious in the movie. Vice is doing a huge piece on her. And, and even they were like, Jesus Christ, she that's the coolest it. girl in the world. Like, it, there is nobody cooler yeah. than Mary Day. All right, guys. So that's our drinking bro of the week, Mary Dig. We we love her. She's awesome. Yeah, and right. as we go forward, we want to meet some new people and some new inspirations in the world. But uh, Ross, take us take us home. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for watching, guys, and listening. More like because you're not watching shit. So to Ross Patterson. Yes. Please end. Us. Thank you, drinking bros. Uh, have a stiff one on us. Keep a stiff one on you. And oh man, that sounds that sounds really erotic, doesn't it? Uh, cheers! I like stiff things, though. Yeah? Cheers, everyone! Cheers, everyone! And thank you so much. I hope everybody had a thank- happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone! Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, guys.